Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Happy Monday. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of Your Therapy Doctor. If you are new to the channel, please remember to subscribe, to like, and share so that everyone can start to join in on this Monday Mental Health Hour. We are located also on your streaming platforms. For your podcasts, Apple, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, those are the platforms and many more are to come. I look forward to this Monday hour with you and I cannot wait to just dive in. Remember to also visit www.yourtherapydoctor.com for additional information, to book any type of speaking engagements, or to just look and see what we're going to be doing next. This morning, we're going to talk about family matters. Family matters is something that is has been coming up for me and quite a bit of our my colleagues over the last three to six months, even more so because school is starting. So I wanted to dive into this topic because I want to talk to you about healthy family habits and just having a healthy foundation for families. Now, for a lot of us adults, we have had childhood traumas. We've had adult traumas. Some of us have come into our adulthood already in a guarded manner, meaning when we had our children, when we started our families, we were still working on us. We were still working on ourselves. And so some of those characteristics that our children have adopted or adapted to is a direct result of a a family dynamic, a family structure. So we're gonna talk about the anchor the build, and the bolts. And what does that consist of? When we talk about the anchor, we're talking about the foundation of a family. And that begins with the adults, whether it is a single mother, a single father, a two-parent home, um, even if grandparents are stepping in, our guardians are stepping in to be the anchor for the family. We have to keep in mind that in our culture, in our society, families are made up of different dynamics and different structures. In any dynamic, in any structure, there still is an anchor. There's a foundation for how that family grows grows together, how that family will um, interact together. And it all starts with the adults in 
the family structure. That is your anchor. When I talk about the build of a family, that is whether you have children, whatever relationship or dynamic or structure of relationships that are in the family, children of all ages, whether you have young children, whether you have adolescents, or whether you have adult children, because our families grow. So I want you to keep that in mind. The build is the relationship between the people in the family, especially the children, and the bolts of the family are the aunties, the uncles, the cousins, the extended family, um, friends, and different sources, because not all families have access to their extended family. And so we have to make sure that we are including the number of or the the appropriate resources or sources when we don't have direct contact with extended family, friends, or whether we have given that away. Because at the end of the day, what we want to see is that the family unit is taken care of. There has been a rise even since um, the summer started. And I live in Prince George's County. In Prince George's County, we now have a ordinance, per se, where children from under the age of 17 have to be in the household between 10 and 5 a.m. Now, a lot is going on, not only in Prince George's County, but in all counties across the United States. If we do not begin to take a look at the family structure, the family dynamics, then we can't keep giving our authority away to say local, state, or federal governments to give us structure, to give us a particular type of dynamics. So I wanna talk to you about the characteristics of a healthy family. And what does that mean? Because no matter where we are in growing our family, when you begin to anchor yourself as the adult, when you begin to anchor yourself as the foundation of your family, then you can begin to shift and change the structure at which your family actually functions. And it will take work. It is always work to be an adult. <laughs> it is work to consistently have outcomes that are positively measured in our society, in our families, and in the generation in which we are raising. Because at, all of that includes us guiding, mentoring, and stepping up to help our children to make good choices, but also to have a foundation at which to make those good choices because it does take a village. 
it takes a village of family, friends, um, sources to get us to a point where we feel our family is connected and that they feel a sense of connectedness. So what does that look like? Well, in order to have a healthy family, I want you to think about these few things. In a healthy family, families stick together. That means that inside your family unit, mom, dad, uncle, auntie, um, children, children see that there are meaningful relationships that are stable. That is connectedness, feeling as if you belong. It doesn't matter what you've gone through in life. Do understand every human being wants to belong, wants to feel as if they belong to something or someone. Mental health is so important because it is the dynamic of how we think, how we feel, and how we behave in a healthy situation. And so if that is compromised, so is our ability to relate because we begin to have a skewed view of how we fit in a particular structure. And today that means our family. So think about how do you feel as an adult in your family structure? Do you feel as if there are meaningful, cohesive relationships within your family? It doesn't matter if it's just you and your child. It doesn't matter if it's you having a connection with your siblings, having a connection with your parents, having a connection with good friends, a good foundation of friends. Um, it is you making those meaningful and constant cohesive relationships and making sure that they are stable. Um, when their healthy families stick together, people enjoy spending time with each other. They have a shared value. They have shared interests. And even if your interests are different, because I have quite a few families where, you know, you know, I've had parents or guardians to say to me, but I don't understand them. We didn't do this in our day. Then it is incumbent upon you as the adult, as the anchor of your family to get to know what your children are into, why they're into those things, and how can you build a meaningful and cohesive connection with your child? Because they have to feel as if they matter. They have to feel as if they are able to come to you in an open, safe environment to share their thoughts, to share their feelings, and to share why they behave the way that they do. Those are healthy connections and streams of connections that you begin to build with your family. Even if you didn't start out that way, 
figure out a way for you to be able to connect and stick together in your family so that you can build those healthy streams of communication. The other, the next thing that builds the characteristics of a healthy family is to feel as if it's okay to be open and honest. And and I can say this from children, 20s, well, young adults coming down. Parents, guardians, we model for children what talking openly and honestly means. With respect, a lot of times our children feel like they can say anything that they want to say to us in which they should be able to, but in what context? Are you allowing your children to um, to elevate their voices, to um, call you out of your name? Are you allowing your children to instill a sense of fear, a sense of um, domination uh, where they feel more empowered than you, then you know that there is a shift in the dynamics of your family. And you need to figure out what that looks like, sounds like, and feels like because children will behave in the order in which they are allowed to. And that's with any relationship that we have in life. We allow people to treat us a particular way because of our own either insecurities, fear of loss or fear of not fear of not belonging. Those translate into any type of relationship, whether it's family, friends, or foes. It is so exciting to be here with you. I am Dr. Pauline Belton. We are here on Your Therapy Doctor, and we're going to continue this conversation right after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. listeners we are back this is your therapy doctor dr pauline belton if you do have a question and you want to just chime in on the conversation please dial 866-472-5791 again that is 866-472-5791 i welcome your questions or comments here, we were talking about just before the break, there are characteristics to a healthy family. The dynamics and structure of a family are so important, even when you feel as if your family has gotten away from you, gotten out of hand, or you feel like you need to do a reset. Because guess what? Every person in your family is growing every day through life experiences, through their own interpretation of those life experiences. And so thoughts, feelings, behaviors change over time. Do you have a check-in with your family where you are really acknowledging and wanting to know what is going on with the people in your family? And especially our children, and especially being able to share as adults with your children how you feel and the changes that you're going through. Because so often what's happening is our children don't understand that they do have an impact on the family dynamics and the family structure. They need to know just how much. Uh, their anchor is working, that the, their parents, their guardians are, are human, are individuals that also go through things and that you are willing to share with them, depending on what the situation is, you're willing to share with them what it looks like, feels like for you to go through things. And to come out making good decisions, or if you made a poor decision, that you learn from it and this is what the outcome is. And so healthy families sticking together, making sure that there is meaningful and cohesive relationships, making sure that there is an avenue in which it's okay to talk openly and honestly that is acceptable, it's acceptable to talk about problems when things are uncomfortable in a respectful way between family members, okay? This is only empowering. We are not allowing our children to be dominant forces. We're allowing them to be empowered within the family, knowing that there is an order and a structure to family. And then the other thing is, how are you able to manage your conflicts? Because 
you know, children will be children and adults will be adults. And we all have emotions, especially when we feel fear, embarrassment, or we feel disconnected. And so parents, this is the important part as an anchor. It is important to reflect our own emotions so that we begin to model for our children um, or the people that we care for that this is how you go through things. This is how you, you know, manage your emotions, how you regulate yourself. Even when you are having a bad day, use your words, not just your actions or reactions. And then lead by example. Teach your children so that they have the skills to succeed in life. Because so often what we're finding, and you can see this in society, and we can see this in our culture, our children go out into the world and the world is nothing like what happens in our household. If your children are rude, disrespectful, um, callous, um, wreaking havoc in the neighborhoods or it, you know, throughout the city or have poor relation relationship skills or um, having problems in school or what have you. The world is not going to be as lenient if they don't get that structure in the home. And if they don't get that structure in the home, what do you need to do as the anchor to build that healthy family relationship? Do you need um, a mentor yourself? Do you need a a group of mentors or individuals that are going to help you to establish structure? Do you need a therapist? Does your child or children need therapists? Because we think that our children don't go through things, but they go through so much, especially in this society where social media is just wreaking havoc on our children's minds. So being able to have those resources available for them is so important. And as the anchor, the caregiver, and the adult in the relationship, recognize whether you need it yourself and then identify if your children or other members of your family may need it in order to help you to not only gain the skill, but also gain that strategy of how to shift the dynamics of your family, but also put in place and restructure the family. So those are four things. Sticking together, open and honest conversations, managing your conflicts, leading by example. And then the next thing is, are there clear boundaries and expectations? So often we may, we in a family may just go about our day 
And there are some things that are clear. If you go to school, you come back, you start your homework, and then you may get on a game or two. Then it's time for dinner and it's time for you to get yourself ready for bed. And that could be the cycle, right? And so often if you're going into a cycle in the family and there is no real check-in and then, you know, the family structure starts to shift because what happens is there's no accountability. There's no responsibility for being accountable of your feelings, of your behavior, And so things start to shift. So parents and guardians are responsible for raising their children and having some type of structure and authority over them. And first and foremost, do our children know and understand their position in a family? Do you recognize and exert your position in a family? Meaning, are there conversations around um, when you become reactive that children don't raise their voice, they don't yell at you, they don't think it's okay to storm out and go stay at a friend's house for a few days without your permission? Is that okay? Or has something been established in your household that when emotions run high, that um, we are going to talk through a problem and not yell, scream, or fight? Is there something established, a clear-cut boundaries and expectation that when you are speaking to each other, that you are respectful to each other. Doesn't matter if you disagree. You can agree to disagree. And then some things are just that. If the anchor in the home has established clear boundaries and clear expectation, if there has been um, an establishment of being able to talk openly and honestly within a particular sort of bounds, then it is okay for every person in the family to begin to show that they are individuals, that they matter, and that no matter what they get into, they can always talk to mom or dad, talk to auntie and uncle, talk to a good cousin, or talk to someone, whether it is, you know, their therapist, the local YMCA um, director or um, lead counsel, anybody that you can get your children and you connected to so that there are branches to a healthy family. You don't always have to do this alone. You just have to know where is your position in the family and how do you put these resources together 
so that your family becomes a healthy, growing entity. So often we forget about the nuts and bolts of a family. That's that extended family. That's the family portion that could be family, friends. Um, It could be the pastor. It could be the youth leader of your church or a synagogue or temple. It could be um, any trusted adult that you have embraced as a family member and you and your children uh, know and understand that this is an outlet. This is an extension of the family. And how do we move forward to ensure that, you know, we're setting the right stage for your family to move and grow in a constant but healthy way. I am Dr. Pauline Belton, and you're listening to Your Therapy Doctor. We're going to be right back right after this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Mental health education, awareness, relationships, self-care, mental health therapies, and topics surrounding trauma. Your therapy doctor, hosted by Dr. Pauline Belton, has it all. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board-certified hypnotherapist. She will help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Your Therapy Doctor, Mondays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton.
Hello and welcome back to Your Therapy Doctor. I am Dr. Pauline Belton and we are talking about family matters. We're talking about the dynamics, the structure, and how to build, reset, or maintain a healthy family structure. And so with that, we were talking about, okay, well, what makes a healthy family? What are the characteristics? And we talked about that and that those steps are great, but here's the question I get, I keep getting asked. Well, how does a, what is the normal functioning of family? That is a loaded question because for me, normal is what you define. As long as it's not egregious and out of the, the, the healthy expectation of a person growing as an individual, then we have to lend way to what is normal, to what works for you. What works for you in which every individual person in your family has a deep commitment to one another, that no matter what, whether there are difficulties, whether there are disagreements, whether there are, um, you know, blowouts that are happening in your family, are you able to come back and tune into each other? Are you able to come back and have time or make time for a conversation about the disagreement because we are human and in families more than anything, we can tear each other down and rip each other apart. But are you able to look at yourself and say, Hmm, I could have done that differently. I could have, um, said that differently. I could have behaved differently. I should have checked my emotions first before I approach this individual, whether it is a parent or child or an extended family or friend. You have to then as the anchor and and model this for our children that sometimes our emotions do get the best of us. But are you able to come back and regulate that emotion and heal that reaction? Over time, we have to be able to, to, to do that for each other in order for healthy relationships to continue to grow and evolve. Are you able in, a, in your family to repair damaged relationships because conflicts are normal. Disagreements are normal. It's what we do with those emotions, those actions, because you can't take words back. They actually deposit in a part of the brain that remembers not only the words but the feeling 
that you had when you heard them? Are you able to soften that part to be able to hear a person out when they've spoke out of turn? Sometimes it is hard to do, and sometimes it is difficult to forgive, but we're not talking about forgiving. We're talking about your ability to be open for that change to happen, okay? Families also, healthy families, encourage healthy emotions, And they also build each other up. In families, we are so different. If you're in in a family, it doesn't matter whether it's just the adults, adults and children, adults, grandma, auntie, doesn't matter. Whatever the dynamic or structure of your family, you have your own world happening. Because in that world, Each person is their own unique person. They have their own thoughts, their own feelings, and their own behaviors. And those are influenced by their interpretation or their perspective of their life experiences. I grew up in a household where there are four unique children. And we are all different and the and the same, depending on what we do. However, we're very unique individuals. And we have the ability to tune into each other's needs, to repair damaged relationships, to encourage each other and build each other up. However, live very different lives. That is what happens in any family dynamic and structure. Are you able to connect, to identify, to reflect? All of these things are so important for each of us. What does that look like? So in a moment, we're going to talk about maintaining a healthy family. How do we maintain a healthy family? Because that is what is going to be most important to us. Maintaining a healthy family in order for us to then do what? live our best life moving forward. How do you do that? What does that entail? Do you treat each person in your family as an individual? Do Does your family have regular routines? Is your family actively participating in extended family activities and events? Do you go to the community? Do you do, do you, are you going to the local fair together? Are you traveling together? Do your children and do you have a 
strong or significant relationship with any extended person in your family. That's important. It can't just be you. We have to expose not only ourselves, but our children to a vast array of life experiences in order for them to become their true authentic self. For you to be able to see the potential of growth in how they think, how they feel, and how they behave. Are your expectations of yourself and other family members realistic? Or are you still saying, well, in my day, we had to do this or we did this? Well, your children don't live in your day. They have no frame of reference. So when you say we used to or we did this, does it equate to what they have to do now? I promise you, they don't understand because they can't relate to something they never experienced. So how do you bridge what you know and what they experience for it to be a realistic family goal? And does the time that you spend with your family members, does that contribute to good relationships among you? Is that something that you can say, oh, we had, we built good memories or it ignited a good relation or connection between family members? Are you able to, you know, I'm going to date myself, talk trash and, and have family night and eat good food and, and still be okay? Because it's just family. And as a parent, as a single parent, or as a couple, are you taking care of your own need? As the anchor of the family, are you taking care of your needs, yourself? <clears throat> whether it's individual or whether it is in a relationship, a couple. Even if you are a single parent, do you have a good relationship with the other parent? If not, do you have a source that comes in and has a healthy relationship? Are they seeing you in healthy relationships? <clears throat> so taking care of your own needs. Do you take responsibility for your own life and your own life experiences, the actions at which you take care of yourself. Is that happening? Because when we talk about normal functioning in a family, that's relative. Is relative to what you presume is normal. And how does that work for your family? When we get back, I'm going to give you some resources and we're going to talk through and summarize this family matters. This is your therapy doctor, 
And I'm Dr. Pauline Belton. We'll be right back. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Network comes in. Your host is Michelle Beck, a two-time breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And we are talking about family matters. We're talking about the structure and the dynamics of a family, a healthy family. And what can we do in terms of keeping our family dynamic and family structure growing in a healthy way? Even if you feel as if your family is out of sorts, guess what? It happens. That's not the issue. The, the, the resolution to that is what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it as the anchor, the adult, the, the persons who are responsible for the structure of a family? And then how are we supporting the build, our children, ourselves, and our extended family? How are we sharing that support or building that support so that everyone is growing in a healthy way. And then we, we're talking about the bolts, our extended family, our friends, and our sources. What are we doing to build those connections, reinforcing them? Because our children are the build. They're in the center of this. They look to the anchor and they look to the bolts to be able to keep this family structure intact and together. And so what does that look like? How do we build that quote unquote 
normal functioning family. Here are some things that you can do. Prioritize family time. Sometimes our lives get so busy and so out of sorts that we do not prioritize family. We don't prioritize, just like you go to your nine to five or you're an entrepreneur or you have your own way of making your living. Do you carve out time where family is the priority? Whether it is movie night, whether it is a structured dinner night, game night, um, or you just going out riding, having outdoor activities, whatever it is, are you prioritizing family? Because that is where our children build their capacity to relate to have a range of emotion and be able to, in a safe environment with safe safety in people, in their family, to, to be redirected. Is that happening? Priority of family time. Are there ample opportunities to have constructive, healthy communication? Because we're all human. And our children will make mistakes. We will make mistakes. Are we engaging in those conversations where we are spending time together, talking through problems, finding solutions, and really just listening? Because how do you know if your children can even make the right decision if you don't allow them to share their thought process. Whether you agree with it or not, you cannot fully know how your children think or perceive things until you allow them to talk and allow them to say whatever they need to say in a respectful way. But then find out where did they go wrong? Or, oh, I see why you did that. But this is why you got in trouble. <laughs> we have to be able to have that conversation and then have that sincere appreciation for them sharing. Good, bad, or indifferent. We need to have that, that sincere appreciation. Do, do, we're good as humans. We are phenomenal at being able to say to our um, children and to each other as adults, what's wrong? How often do you match that with what's right? How often do you match that with, I'm just happy to be in your life. Do, do, do your family members know that? Do they have any idea how much they mean to you? Do you know how much you mean to them? Are there opportunities where that is even shared? And then really take a look and 
and challenge yourself to see in your family, do you really look out for each other? Do your children even know what that means? Do they have any idea whether they like their siblings or not, or whether they're, you know, only children, do they have a connection or connectedness with another family member where they, for lack of a better phrase, they do or die. They love this person. They know this person loves them. And no matter what, they connect. They look out for each other. I can date myself again because growing up, there we did have a, a village of aunties, uncles, um, friends, and you looked out for each other. We had a large family. And so we had to take a look at each other. We're very different but we're also very much the same because that family unit was there, okay? Are you able to resolve conflicts in a constructive manner? No, you may not agree. Your feelings may get hurt. Are you able to mature enough to say what you need to say Regulate what you feel and resolve the conflict or agree to disagree and move through the conflict. Just because you agree to disagree or you may forgive, it doesn't mean that you won't be able to then have a shared commitment for each other. Family matters. It is the crust of our community, our society. But family doesn't start in the streets. Family starts at home. How are you building, restructuring, or resetting your family where every person in your family feels connected, feels as if they belong, and feels as if they matter. Because then and only then are our families going to be able to grow and mature in a healthy way. Even if it hasn't happened, you can always start that today. Every day is a new day. Mental health matters. What you think, what you feel, and how you behave. Have an awesome week. I am Dr. Pauline Belton, and this is your therapy doctor. Enjoy yourself and be good to you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.